welcome to this week's episode of Liquor Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. <laughs> and welcome to episode 200. Welcome to episode 200. <laughs> welcome to the 200 zone. Mm. I don't think they heard us. Welcome to episode 200. This is episode 200 at Black Girl Brunch. That means, God, we for 200 times, we did this shit. That is nuts. That's absolutely insane. I'm sorry. That It's a dedication for me. Let's do it again. Literally, let's do it again. It's just a dedication to me. I feel like, you know what? No one, it's a lot of things you can call me in this world. Lazy. Yeah, we really, and also, like, we get in better. Yeah, we're just getting better. But also, again, never forget what Malcolm Gladwell said. It take 100 hours? 10,000. 10,000 hours, that's what it is. To be an expert, which can be a total of 10 years. Yeah, so So we're halfway halfway to expert status. (laughs) You So maybe at episode 400, according to calculations... We will be experts. Yeah, like nobody could tell it. Nobody could tell me how to run my shit. Where that's from? I don't know. I just I literally just made it up. I feel like no, somebody definitely said that in a movie. Um, I just assumed it was like the Temptations movie or something. I, feel, I just feel like that's how black people talk. I feel like that's how every like Motown group of black men. There always was the the Bobby Brown or the David Ruffin of the group that's like, oh, can't nobody tell me how to run my shit. That's how I feel. That's how I feel already. But we decided to switch it up for y'all today. You want to <laughs> tell them a little bit about the format? So, I love interviews and I like off-kilter interviews, if you will. So, I thought, why not... Iman and I interview each other, um, you know, boomerang, have questions that we ask each other. I mean, you know, we're best friends, so we know a lot about each other, but I feel like it's just nice to share the things that we know about each other with y'all and also like just get in each other's perspective on certain things. Cause you know, obviously when we talk in our personal life, I'm not like, hello. So remember that time? Like we don't talk like that, you know? Yeah. So I thought it would be fun to let's, you know, a round of questions. Um, we're, this is 2020. It's not Barbara Walters. It's us, <laughs> but you know, so I'm asking Iman, um, 10 questions and she's asking me 10, um, and full disclosure we love to talk right now we are jabbering our jaws this is just the intro <laughs> so Literally. we might if we don't make it to 10 um questions um we could possibly answer the rest of the questions on social media um yeah. or save the questions for a um, later date but yeah absolutely so, this is and 2020 also, but what did you want to say I feel like we don't know everything about each other. That's another we thing. We don't, and that's like, the funny part. Yeah, I feel like I really tried to be specific and asking questions that I do not know the answer to, so that I can feel like, so I can really learn that no matter how long you are friends with people, people are developing, and there's always something new to learn about people. It really it is. is. Even it's very bestie. true. So it's very true. Like I'm excited. Let's. You want to go first? You want to kick us off? Yeah. And we don't have to go in chronological order. It could be like whichever one. 
Whichever that's one. so that's so true okay so my question for iman um because again being your best friend i have seen your style evolve <laughs> and i feel like this is like I feel like this is the first time where you are actually like becoming the person that you always seen in your head. Yeah. So my question for you is how would you define your personal style? Um, I feel like my style on my chill days is very much, I really do think I'm princess Diana. Like I do. I definitely see that. I really feel like you're not going to tell me I'm not princess Diana. So like, I just want to be like sporty, but in a very girly way mm-hmm. when I'm dressed down. Like I do love to like kind of get a little bit more ambiguous with my style, but I just like to be Princess Diana when I'm chill. Mm-hmm. And then when I get dressed up, I really do go for like I want to go I want to go sleek. I want to go minimalistic in a way, but I also want to go really, really like sexy too. Like, that's just my style. Like, I never go for, like, I'm about to get dressed up. What's the classiest dress I can find? Like, I've never think that. I'm like, what's the steamiest dress that is all? Like, what dress would Holly Berry wear? What dress would Sonali wear? <laughs> what dress would Beyonce wear? Like, that's what I go for. Like, I never am just like, what's the most classic dress? No. So I have to say, one of my favorite outfits you wore, and this is me being biased because I love wearing black, but... <laughs> Your birthday outfit when you wore the black dress with the white polka dots and you had the sneakers on. Yeah. <laughs> I think Thank that's you, one girl. of my <clears throat> that's one of my favorite outfits. I love that outfit. Also, like to look like cute and sexy with like sneakers on. I'm like <laughs> But oh also yeah. another favorite outfit is that no, you was killing it. You was you was <laughs> fucking it up your birthday weekend. <laughs> The, the fact that you was like, you, I know you said it last episode, that like it was a struggle. Like you was fucking it up because your birthday outfit for the day, your party, that was a banger too. And then the next day, that one was another banger. So you was fucking it up. Thank you, girl. Like that, but I was just so shocked that anything looked nice and came together. I was like, God was on my side. Cause I did, I put no effort in. Usually like I really go hard. That time I literally ordered an outfit on ASOS. It came and I was like, all right, we're good to go. Yeah, and everything was on sale i'm like perfect this is great um but yeah thank you i could tell that uh-huh. that was the outfit because i remember you was like oh this is sharp <laughs> like you love the halter top it was it was one but yeah i, I think that i described my style well did i because sometimes yeah, i feel like, okay, I feel like you right, did because cool. i definitely see the the um the princess diana um inspiration because i feel like you are inspired by like um like uk fashion like sure. I feel like you yep. like that kind of like I feel like you are inspired by like UK fashion and like I know people were saying like cottage core stuff but I feel like you are inspired by like garden like something yes. that somebody will wear if they're like gardening and they're into fashion like I feel like yes. those are like that's your realm the goop girl um I'm yeah definitely like a goop, goop girl a edgy goop girl exactly and I feel like it's like modern like farm wear but like you can like you can be on your farm and then you could go to like dinner like I feel like it's that type of thing so so real so real thank you thank you I feel so seen right now (laughs) I get it all right so my first question for you is this has been the one I really have been wanting to know so if you had to build your own glam squad who would be your celebrity makeup artist, wardrobe stylist, and hair stylist? So, um, they can, they can be dead or alive. Hmm? 
Uh, sure. They had to be. Like- I didn't. I didn't think about if they were dead alive. So, <laughs> go, bombs away. Just. <laughs> <laughs> so for makeup <laughs> sorry because the person i would love to do my makeup is like is dead okay. um so it'll be kevin aquan um he did shares makeup he did tar- he like if you did makeup in Ooh. the you looking them up yes but like, you said share and tyra and i was like Ooh. Yeah, like if you did makeup if you had your makeup done in 90s like that's who did your makeup so i because i want thin eyebrows so bad but i'm scared of doing myself and i feel like he would push me to do that so kevin juan would be like dream like makeup artist um my stylist um i would have to say <laughs> i would definitely like um friend of the show rex to be my stylist because i feel like he would let me be do the crazy things that i want to do like for instance if i want to wear a crazy ass like shirt with a pimple on it and like a crop top and some like fucking baggy ass like rick owens pants like he would be like oh yeah like i fuck with that so i feel like he would like he would understand like my style when I like going to like that um like that middle America like mm. goth um mall goth like style like he understands yeah, that he definitely so, gets it. Rex also dream um hair would definitely have to be and I know I probably wouldn't be able to get her because she's booked but definitely Japanese faces. <laughs> um Ooh. I would love for her to do my hair um because the way that she does wigs is like who wig does she do? It's crazy she do um Cardi hair. I mean uh, no Tokyo style. Sorry I oh, said I'm about to say Tokyo style. Okay. That's where I thought you yeah. were going. Yeah, and then, that's right. Yes. Yeah. So okay. I don't know why I said oh, because I just was looking at her Instagram. Tokyo styles. Mm-hmm. I would love for her to do my hair because like the way she do wigs is so different. And yeah. also like I don't like all that baby hair, all that kind of stuff. And like she Sorry. gets it. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you said hair. Yep, you named everybody. And oh, I named everybody. Okay, yeah. I was really curious about the hair. I was like, because I wanted first for some reason I thought she was gonna say Yusuf. You know what? I do like the way he do hair. I Tokyo make more sense though. But I feel like yeah, because I feel like Tokyo like the way like when I saw the fact that she did Cardi's hair as like left eye like for I'm like okay she loves references and like not afraid to be like um like pushing like camp like way so i feel like she would like definitely like make more sense yeah my they style really do yeah because i would it love makes like like pamela anderson like she mm-hmm. it was just, she was on a cover of like bar um this movie barbarella and like her hair was just like flowy and blonde and i feel like she i feel like Je- uh tokyo styles would fuck live hairstyle up a dirty blonde i'm picturing like a dirty yes blonde. like make it blonde to like fit me like yeah. i feel like she would so yeah i feel like she would definitely get my style but that'd be my squad yep okay pick all right i love it i was like ah this the one i really wants to hear <laughs> Yep, that's my dream. Mm-hmm. Oh, my... Sorry, I really got into that question. So, <laughs> my question for you... Um, I'm skipping now. I'm skipping around now because I really like this question. So, we know that you love the rules. <laughs> but what rules do you believe should be broken? Oh, my gosh. 
This is such a funny question. And this is the one I really struggled with the most because I wanted to be serious. Again, the rules are I have to be serious. Um, I've been having really, really hard. I feel like lately the rules have served me so right that I'm just like, "Hmm, nope. I think the rule that I've been breaking a lot, though, my personal rule is going out on school nights. Like I used to be the type of person where it's like if I am working, then I'm I'm going to bed on a yes. weeknight. Like I only had limited activities that I'd be willing to do in a weeknight. Yep. But again, because I'm home so much, because I work from home so much that I'm just like, bro, I got to have some life. So I've started hanging out on the weekends, like sometimes having more fun on like Sunday nights and Tuesday nights than what I would like on a Friday or Saturday. Mm-hmm. Also been enjoying the fact that there are less people out on like up some nights. So you can yeah. really go to a, pop into a restaurant without a reservation and pop. You're not doing that shit like on a weekend here in Philly. You're not popping into no <laughs> nice restaurant and getting a table. So I don't like stuff like that. I'm trying to think what other rules have I been breaking? Oh, you know what? I've been breaking certain rules about like, um, that, that I set up personally. Like I'm somebody that's like, I always need to take the steps. Nowadays, I'd just be taking an elevator because I'm like, I don't feel like it. Like, and it's so funny because I don't live that many floors up to the point where I would have <laughs> to like, I really could take the flight of steps and it wouldn't be bad. But I'm like, I don't. Mm-mm. My personal rule when I was young is like, anytime there's steps, you take the steps, not the elevator, as a challenge, a fitness challenge for myself. Then I'm like, I ain't gotta prove shit. <laughs> I'm breaking rules with my hair a bit. Like I'm starting to blow dry my hair. <laughs> get a little crazy yeah i'm blow dry my hair because i realized it's healthier to just blow dry it than to let it be take 17 days drying it just just it just don't be feeling good so those are boring rules to break but those are the rules i'm breaking right now (laughs) yeah and i feel like that's a big step for you especially like the hair thing because i remember you were like when i first got serious about being natural you were like no blow dryer yeah i do it once a month so it's not like it's too crazy and like i blow dry on low heat protectant so i feel like i'm good but so yeah that is definitely a big rule for you i feel like they don't Mm -hmm. i say the kids don't get it how big it is (laughs) all right so it's my turn to ask you a question this question is just for the brunchers personally um (laughs) so do you still hate ed sheeran so i don't hate him i feel like (laughs) I feel like since I stopped working in retail, well, I work in retail currently, but it's no music in the store. Weird, I know. But um, I feel like since I working, stopped working in retail, I have hated him a little bit less. Okay. I don't hear his music um a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like he's been out of the limelight. Um, but people have a lot of y'all have been harassing me with his content. Um and I'm just like that's fine, but Wait, I the brunch, people be harassing you with yes people be tagging me and like if he did like he was like um I think he did like a song in Africa or something and he was dancing like real crazy and people was tagging me in it sending it to me my DMs like no. yeah. <laughs> Like, what was he doing dancing in Africa? <laughs> he was like I don't he had a, he got a song. <laughs> oh, he was really he dancing. Was, he was like. Like, you know, hitting them. Like, you know how uh-uh. they be doing that. No, he wasn't. And it looked kind of scary with his face. And I just was like, all right, y'all. I get it. Like, it's funny to y'all. I'm, y'all got it. I just, 
Y'all got it. People really was tagging me and sending it to me in my direct messages. Like, I had it in my message requests. Like, people really was... <laughs> it was crazy. Oh was, I'm like, you know I don't like this. <laughs> like, you know... No, people, why would they send you that? That's so messy. <laughs> you know, Kardashian was like, well, you know how I feel. Like, that's how I felt. I'm like, y'all really just keep on sending it to me. They didn't <laughs> Yeah, I never said nothing to you about it. I just took it on the chin. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Nachos. Terrorizing Sabrina. <laughs> they were sending me clips of him busting it down. Uh-uh. In the motherland. <laughs> Come on, Ed. Me, I defend him. All he do is mind his business. He never do nothing harmful. Him um, doing a sexy walk in Africa. <laughs> yeah. He's wild. I think he had a song with Burna Boy. I may not be mistaken. You know what? I'm gonna stop right here. I feel like I can't make no comments on like Afro beats because I'm a Afro beats. That's what it was. He had an Afro beat song. Yep, and he was doing the dances. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you seem to still hate him. Yes, but Little not. Less. No, you you just just you just he not for you. He not for me. That's what it is. And he never <laughs> will be. Exactly. That's what it is. So, <laughs> no, Iman is a troll because she think it's funny. The troll was harassing me, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> so, another question for you. Hmm, mm-hmm. Since I'm jumping around, okay. So, who do you think will win an argument between Grandma Maddie and Jaslyn Hernandez? So, this, so a little backstory: Grandma Maddie, that's her grandma, <laughs> who is she <laughs> off the chain? Yeah, exactly. She says what she feels to your face. Problematic, <laughs> and it's, she's never going to change. It's okay. You just got to remember two things: she's in her eighties, and she's from the south. Yeah. She do her like, best. <laughs> she, she, we really do good for her to be as, you know, gracious. Oh, and she is Jehovah Witness too. Oh, she is. She, is, she, <laughs> she think, and she, she is Jehovah Witness. But if you're not a witness, you are definitely imperfect. Like that's just how it is. Like you, you a sinner, and you just live a terrible like. But she just be accepting everybody. But we also know she disapproves of all of our lifestyles. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> Yeah. The entire family and mm-hmm. Sabria has my grandma actually really likes Sabria, which is rare. Where um, she likes like people, women that she like that aren't in her family. Because my grandma, she just loves boys. Like that's just another thing. But to answer your question, Grandma Maddie would eat Jocelyn the fuck. <laughs> grandma Maddie would dog walk Jocelyn. I'm sorry, Jocelyn really like don't got no like she she would. My grandma the type of person that would make somebody like Jocelyn not only cry, but be like, can you take me to like a sermon with you? My grandma has done it to people. I feel like she definitely would eat her up. I really do. To put do. things in perspective, the other day, um, we were all at my grandma's house and we made fun of her like shoes. We was like laughing at her shoes and <laughs> <laughs> somebody said they look like dumbbells, you know? So we was like, oh, like we was all laughing at her. And she just was sitting in her chair on her tablet. And she she had just made somebody in our family cry the other day. That, that's, that's just, that's 
additional context. And as we were all laughing at her while that family member was in the room, she said, just remember the same things that make you laugh will make you cry. <laughs> we said, oh, shit. No, she she was in her lazy boy, too, with her feet up in the air, them sneakers we was laughing at, on her tablet, <laughs> little Android tablet on Facebook. And she said, just remember, the same things that make you laugh also make you cry. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> and then never forget the time I, I, she told me one time I'm gonna one day I'm gonna tell you about my life and you gonna cry. I said, oh, I think about that so much. She, <laughs> she's really <laughs> that's a scary lady. So yeah, I agree. I think that she definitely would win that <laughs> argument, like hands down, hands down. Y'all will never set a chance if we're being honest. I agree. All right. I got a question for you. How did you get so into like astrology? So how I got into astrology is it's crazy because my family has always been into astrology. Um, Like I grew up knowing exactly what my sign was um, because when I was a kid, my dad had these like, um, they was like made out of metal, like portraits and mm. it was one that was a fish that's for my mom the pisces and it was a scorpio one and then there was a ram one for me who was the aries so literally i was born into a family who just mm, was all no. about astrology um i knew like all my family's like signs like ever since i was a kid i knew that my family was like heavily this is crazy the the most sign like the the biggest like uh signs that we have in our family is uh Scorpio and Aries, which is mm-hmm. like that's the I feel like that's the worst <laughs> you can have um in a family. But yeah. um yeah, when I was a kid, I'm like, I, I agree. Always, yeah, that's very chaotic. <laughs> but um I was always into it and then um it was this these my aunt was like telling me about astrology and she would tell me like about my son but my family is like so very biased so they would always tell me like Aries were like loud attention like all the bad stuff about Aries like they would just always tell me hmm. um so I would be like you know what I want to find out some stuff on my own so then I found out um these dolls it was like this thing it was kind of like brass it was called Zodiac Girls and I was so, I don't even remember how I found Zodiac Girls. I think I just was looking up Zodiac stuff on the computer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got into Zodiac Girls. Um, and I still actually had my Zodiac doll. Um, I think I got that when I was like like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Oh my and God. I still have it. I still, it's an Aries doll. And this is so bad. It was so stereotypical. The Aries, so Aries is fiery sign. Um, and the Aries is, um, she's Latina. <laughs> so... Rex one. But the thing is, Zodiac the Zodiac girls were ahead of their time. They did they get it right? Not really, but they tried. <laughs> they did. They they tried. Yeah. Um because like I didn't realize that as a kid. I'm like, oh, she's fiery. And like in my mind, I'm like, she's brown skinned like me. But then I got older. I'm like, Mm. oh, she's a fiery Latina. Which is so stereotypical. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. So anyway, and they had a handicap. uh, Like they had the um, Aquarius. Like she was in a a wheelchair. Like they were so progressive. I remember that. When we was kids, kids, did they have it correct 100%? I would say they had it like 81%. I feel like for the time period, that was progressive. It but was. looking back, it was like, damn, that's just the first time always be not right for real. 
Exactly, because they probably didn't have a lot of people backing them, like trying to, like you know, be diverse but, in any way. Exactly. So that's how I got into it. Like, because I literally was born into a family who was uh, all about astrology. Mm. Um. So I had like an Aries T-shirt. Like I had Aries earrings. Like I just was like all about it. And then as I got older, and then I found out about like rising and all that stuff. I'm like, ooh, like I want to. Because like it, when I was a kid, I used to look at people and like guess their sign. Um, but then, uh, somebody told me that it was a uh, witchcraft, so I couldn't <laughs> get too deep into it. Um, my aunt who like told me about it, like astrology, I'm like, make up your mind. Like one thing about black people, they going to switch and make something you do demonic out of nowhere. You're like, what? Yeah, because she only thought it was okay. I was in it in the surface level, but then when I started getting into it, because she wasn't, because she, since she's a boomer, she wasn't, you know, privy to the internet. And she like, oh, like, these kids can look up stuff just like that when you're talking to them. So she's like, yeah, don't get too deep into that. Like, that's, you know, trolloping in the devil, like, whatever. And I'm just like, you literally told me that I was an Aries when I was a kid. Like, my God. Yeah. So that's Insane. how I got into Australia, being born into a family that was into it. I love that. All right. What you got for me? <laughs> All right, so my question for you is, do you believe in aliens? Tell us about a time you believe you met an alien. We both <laughs> met an alien. And so the, the answer is yes, I do believe in aliens. Um, but I really am. I think that's the one thing I'm afraid of. Yeah, that's so scary. Because I feel I'm not really even like, I don't really don't get me wrong. I don't mess with spirits and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. aliens scare me because I feel like like ghosts are like haunted. Like they just tormented souls, you know? Yeah, yeah. Whereas a fucking alien knows probably shit that I can't fathom. I feel yeah. like is no way in the world aliens are not smarter than humans because humans don't need to be that smart. So I feel like if there's anything supernatural, oh, best believe they know about us. They're watching us. They understand us and we can't beat them. That's how I feel. So I'm really afraid of aliens. And I think that this one particular calculus teacher we had in high school is 100%. Yes. Maybe, no, maybe an alien robot. Like, cause you know, it's like different, it's different planets and stuff. Yes. yes. I feel like he from the planet robot or some shit. Yeah. I swear to God, there wasn't no real human. We had this teacher who was nuts. Like, absolutely insane. Could not... He shouldn't have been around children. Yeah, he shouldn't have been. He was so disconnected. Not emotional at all. <laughs> hated us. He was from cold. The... He, oh, he hated our guts. He was so cold. He probably was. Like, you know on Invader Zim when... So Invader Zim, Zim was an alien that like they hated on a planet. So they like, let's just send him to the shitty town. Yeah. Like they sent him to a shitty town. They gave him a robot that was dumb. And I feel like that was our teacher. Like they, he probably was like from the planet where like people, they didn't really fuck with him. And they like, let's just send him to like this school in Philly. Like, yeah. <laughs> they don't like give a shit if they yeah. around those kids. Um, also, this is so disgusting. The reason why I don't think he's just pure robot is because he had a certain dampness to him as just like a as just a creature and i watched him eat things in a way that was very ill 
I feel like he was injecting things into his mouth. Like, I don't feel like he was, like, really eat, Like, he, I watched him eat many Subway sandwiches, unfortunately. And I was just like. He loves Subway. He only that is, Subway. Iman, that is such an, I feel like that is such an alien thing to just be obsessed with Subway sandwich. Why you, he was eating Subway sandwiches. <laughs> also, mind y'all, our school was not near Subway. So he Where went out. Where to see a sub? It was nowhere. Our school was literally nowhere near and this was before uber eats all that stuff like that so he had a plethora of subway sandwiches it's like i don't know if he got them like in the morning because how early do subway open where was he from what direction was he coming from i feel like there's no subways that close like nowadays yeah yeah you might see subways in certain shopping centers but even then i don't see them no more i feel like subways don't exist i just don't understand why he has but it was a very it felt weird that he ate that every day he every wore day. the same type of outfit every day mm-hmm. and like everything he wore was real like cookie cutter mm-hmm. and also like um just how he would talk like he would say people's last name first then their first name and first i just thought because he was from like another culture but then i'm like no this is really how he referred two people and it was just funny because this one girl at our school told him one time he used to torment everybody so bad like he said he's gonna suspend the whole class one time me and me and Sabria parents had to come up there together to double team this guy like it was so crazy and this yeah. one girl was like I'm gonna make your shoulders clip She said, if you say one more thing to me, I'm going to make your shoulders clip. He just was looking at her. And I'm like, I really feel like as an alien, he could have got his shoulders clipped because he probably don't have no balls. (laughs) (laughs) And the way his clothes were like hanging on him. He had no bones. (laughs) (laughs) He really was boneless, like spineless. Like spineless, mentally, physically, just everything. <laughs> all right, last story, y'all. I swear. <laughs> One time we was playing this game. You know that game where like, I don't want to be a chicken, I don't want to be a duck. And then you gotta like take hands and run around. Yeah. I never forget. I was holding this one girl hand, and then the girl was holding his hand, playing the game. And when we was running, he was like, "Come on, faster! Come on, faster!" <laughs> and she was laughing so hard. From his commentary, she was so red. She couldn't run because she was laughing so hard. And then she was holding my hand. She literally was falling. And I was like laughing with her. And when I tell you who it was, you're going to crack up. Because it was one of the people who had a laugh where they couldn't operate once they really got into it. So I was just like, yo, he really... Alien. I'm sorry. That's an alien. I really think he definitely was an alien. But I think he was the type of alien that his his home planet, they didn't fuck with him. No, and I also feel like he just was on a planet of people where they weren't, like, a threat or dangerous. They just was, like, gross. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they was, <laughs> they was, like, very smart. Very, na- it's like, yes, they were very smart. Very smart. They just didn't, they missed the mark. It's just, like, yeah, I feel like he was from a planet where, like, the aliens just missed the mark. It's like, they was missing some kind of, like, mechanism that the successful aliens had. Oh, God. By the end of the school year, he just was letting us have our way. Yeah, he was. Remember, I pretended to like shake in his class. Yes, Sarah, that was. I wasn't gonna put you on blast for doing that. That was but... so problematic. I was a teenager. <laughs> she was sleeping in her chair, and when he tried to wake her up, she started like vibrating, like she was like falling out or something. 
And I went along with it. I was like, she do this all the time. Like she got a condition. <laughs> and then I went in, I, then I went in a little room in the classroom and I was like, I called my college. I was like, Hey, do I got to pass math? <laughs> I was failing the fuck out of here, please. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. He said, I called my school. I was like, do I got to fail? Do I got to pass calculus? I wanted to because I already had got accepted. I think I already got accepted at that point. Did I? Oh my god, yo! Remember, yo, this teacher wanted us off his. He wanted us off his back so bad. He hated. He's like, I'm gonna give you all an open book quiz in this room. Like we all just work together and pass this class and get out my damn face. And it just was bad. It was really bad. Like we literally was. was all doing tests together just to pass because I didn't understand anything he was talking about. Like I didn't yeah. get it. He was just too, like he was a, he was a very smart man, but he just didn't. He wasn't like, a teacher though. Yeah. He wasn't a teacher. So yeah, definitely candidate for alien. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's your turn. Oh wait, no, oh, it's my turn. No, like, yeah, lying. it's your turn. Sorry, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I forgot that was your question. <laughs> I know because I was joking. I said, like, "Y'all, and he." Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a good one. So it's summertime. You know, we about to have a flippy flops on. What? Who are you at the cookout? Like, who are you? What? Everybody got a role at the cookout. What's your position? I feel like I either bring a food, which is the mac, the vegan mac and cheese, like that's a mm-hmm. hit without a doubt, or I feel like I'm helping, like yep. put the stuff together, <laughs> or like I'm like putting the dishes away or something like that, or helping pack up. Yo, you Sabrina definitely be <laughs> the helper at every party. Like my mom never forget the time we was doing something and you was putting the food up and you knew where to put it. My mom was like, yo, she really know where, how to put the food away. You was putting like the macaroni. You was like, where these go? Like, it really was funny. You definitely yeah. the helper. Cause also like growing up, me and my mom was always the last people to leave. Never forget me. We went to go see my childhood friend. We went to go see her leave for prom. She goes to prom. Me and my mom was at her mom house for so long that we was able to see her come back from prom. <laughs> so I'm used to always being like that person that's always there last and so like my I would see my mom like help like do stuff so I'm like oh like that's what you do when you're there you just help you like you do something like I just feel like I always gotta you definitely so I feel like I'm definitely the helper or I'll definitely bring a plate for sure are you then, the dancer are you that's true. I do dance. Um, I definitely got to get my knees back in order so I can, um, so I can I get it. down. I but love yeah, dancing. I love having a um, I love having a cookout personality. Not everybody got a cookout personality. Not everybody got a cookout personality. That's so wild to me. I just be wondering why though. Do people not be going to cookouts or something? Or I feel like they haven't. Like I'm used to going to stuff with like, like like I said when I was younger. It's like going to like events and stuff with my mom and just seeing like how the old heads just like operate like so I feel like some people even when they was kids they didn't care about that Mm -hmm. and I feel like with you being oldest child and me being the only child like we take responsibility like serious and we always looked at adults doing stuff so I feel like a lot of people didn't like look at adults like doing stuff because I was always looking at like what's to do or like when i was a kid if i was somewhere they'd be like can you grab this can you grab that mm-hmm. and i would just grab it i wouldn't like complain yeah it's better than it. doing nothing yeah because i know my mom she perched her lips up and was like, <laughs> i was like yeah i gotta do that all right <laughs> i have a question for you 
All right. So my question for you, and I know a certain listener would love this question. Why didn't you change the batteries in your fire alarm? Oh my God. (laughs) I really hate that I got caught slipping like that because I just cannot. (laughs) I was actually on a call the other day at my mom's. It smells like, is that your fire alarm going off? And I'm like, yo, why can't I hear it? I can't hear the beep. Like, I don't know what it is. Some people are so sensitive to that. I don't hear beeping noises. Like, so the story is at my old apartment, <laughs> me, Ryan, and Sabrina were over it. And Ryan was like, why don't you change your fire alarm? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, that beeping. I'm like, what beeping? He's like, you don't fucking hear it? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in flames one night. All because I'm not listening to <laughs> To the fact that my shit about to die. And I really just, honestly, this is a bimbo moment for me. I was just like, as a girl, I just never thought about changing the battery. I felt like buying those batteries was very, like, masculine. You know, I felt like a man should have been doing it. Like, when you know the vitamins that's like CD? I'm like the real big flat. I don't like having, when I started doing stuff like that, I was like, oh, I need a man. Because I don't like changing fire I don't like changing fire alarms. I don't like when the when something broke and I got to explain what's going on. Like, I just be feeling like I wasn't taught how to do this. And we watched you do it. He was not stopped until he, oh my God. he did it. Ryan was on my ass. Like, text, he still be bothering me. I said, he still be bothering me. <laughs> but I, yeah, I couldn't believe I could not hear it. I feel like sometimes it's a hard, like there are natural like house noises and I feel like it's sometimes hard to differentiate like a house noise from like that. Cause like and sometimes I grew up in an old I, house. Yeah. And sometimes I associate with that sound with just like a house noise. Yes. And also like, this is so ghetto, but we had like a, um, like a security system that just stopped working and we didn't replace it. And sometimes that would just randomly beep out of nowhere. Like the buttons yeah. would just beep. So I think I started to tune out the noise because of that beeping that I kind of grew up with. Like every, every once in a while, like a house phone would just make a chirp or noise. Like I just yeah. feel like I heard so much tech noises in my house that when I hear things like beep, I'm like, it's just something like, but I really need to pay attention to stuff like that. <laughs> it could be the carbon monoxide detector. Like, yeah, yeah, oh my god, that's crazy! I don't <laughs> be hearing it. My boss literally was like, "Did you hear that beep?" I was like, "No." And then she, then I was like, "Oh my god, I did hear it." That's it's coming from my house. She's like, "Oh my god, yeah." And she was saying she had a beep at her house, and it drove her so crazy that like she actually had to run to the um. She's like, I was determined to stop the beeping because it was driving her that crazy. So when she heard it in my house, she thought it was hers, but it was me. And I just didn't hear it again. So Ryan, Wait, I'm in a new place? No, it's no, and not at my new place. At my uh, mom's. I'm about to say, I don't have to deal with it. It's at my mom's house. Yeah. <laughs> I think she replaced it because I didn't hear it. I hope I didn't hear it over the weekend. Yeah. Cause, um, <laughs> that was hilarious, though, to me. <laughs> she was like, what? I was like, what beeping? Oh my God. All right. So what's an unpopular opinion that's on top of your mind right now? An unpopular opinion that's on top of my mind right now. Whew. I'm trying to like think of unpopular opinions and not be uh too controversial. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like an unpopular opinion that's on my mind right now is um probably like what I see like going on in makeup 
Mm. Um, so with like people not giving other creators credit, um, makeup people like literally their whole pages will be like recreations of other people's like looks, mm-hmm. and they Just can get, get clout. Yes, and they can also some of them can get away with it because they have a bigger following. Mm. So they're creating looks from smaller um content creators and they're getting like people like oh like you know this that, and the third blah 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 um that and um again this goes on with makeup um i it really really like bothers me when um like celebrities that are at events and stuff don't tag their nail artists mm. their makeup artists their hair or their stylists um because again when you do that when people recreate looks on youtube and all that stuff like that then they'll be like oh this is the um i'm doing the doja cat look like the, mm-hmm. i'm doing this look whatever they're associating it with the person that's wearing it and that's taken First away the person from who did it yeah the creative because like i'm able to know about a lot of makeup artists i like um because they were t- like new makeup artists and stuff like that because they were tagged mm-hmm. um in post were like nail artists because they were tagged in posts um and i feel like um as a creator like i feel like it is your job to like let people know who your team is Mm -hmm. um because that helps like other people you know get exposure get jobs and also what they're doing is an art so i feel like um all in all like my unpopular opinion that's on my mind right now is like the kind of like disrespect towards um creatives who um are responsible for like people's looks Mm. um i feel like that's not talk it's like it's becoming talked about but i feel like it's not talked about enough to like i guess like shake the table and like make some noise because i know some people don't want to make noise about because they're like oh i'm getting paid like who cares yeah um but as some as me like personally as somebody who likes to seek out inspiration to seek out because that's what i liked about um tumblr and how it was so easy to get into fashion and stuff because things were tagged Mm -hmm. um so i feel like when you do stuff like that that keeps um you know that keeps things going um like in like fashion art uh makeup and like hair and nails and stuff like that that you know keeps uh things going because i feel like right now in like fashion and like um just like glam and stuff things are like getting a little weird um because a lot of people don't are not educated and they just they don't, don't respect know. it yeah they, they don't, don't respect, respect it, it. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like things are getting like very weird in that realm. Um, so yeah, yeah I feel like that's a unpopular opinion that I have. I I like I like all that, and I like the direction that conversation is going in because I feel like right now we're at the beginning stages of how we cite things. Like mm-hmm. back in the day, like you know everything was done on paper, but you had a method for how you need to cite, like APA style, Chicago style, mm-hmm. like all these things. And in journalism, that became a standard for legal reasons. I'm starting mm-hmm. to see interesting ways people cite things because you say what you will. I think the shade room does a really good job of citing whatever, wherever they got their news and content from. Like they'll tag the creator all the time. Mm-hmm. B. Scott is a good one. Like I see some people doing it really, really well. Um, and it's going to be related to things, like you said, like with people's looks that is like coming from somewhere, it's not just like developed. And I think in this, in this 
age where there are so many people who are replicators versus originators, mm-hmm. people, a lot of people don't have respect for what it takes to actually create something or be exactly. a visionary. So I think it's on its way. Um, shout out to Ryan who always talks about things like this. Um, also on Twitter, like mm-hmm. I saw her recently address how like someone was saying that like Megan Stallion makes like Mugler look really ghetto. Yeah, and like Fashion Nova, but it's like, it's like Fashion Nova brands have been copying off of high fashion brands. Exactly, mm-hmm. and also like what what about the how no matter what if a curvy woman wears something all of a sudden people don't think it's high fashion anymore. Mm-hmm. That's just it. Soon as somebody have something that they can't help a curve, it's just like, oh no, this and it's even with like plus size models and stuff. Like you got to be a certain plus size model to be considered like, oh that fashion girl. Yeah. As soon as you're curvy, people will put you in like fifties pinup girl vixen vibes and don't allow you to come out. Mm-hmm. And that's it's not fair. Insane. That's not everybody. But it's like if you know Mugler's work, like you know that um Terry Mugler uh who um, passed away recently was the reason why his work was so amazing is because he loved women and like shape. Mm. So it's like, that doesn't even make sense as you're saying it. Um, exactly. About, like, you know, Megan also, nobody said that about Normani at all. Exactly. So it's just like, that's not fair. And again, with tagging and citing people, because like, I know about a lot of like archive uh, Mugler stuff because it was tagged and like the models were tagged and um yeah. like people I uh, like I feel like people are like trying to archive but they're just not doing it right mm-hmm. now so yeah I feel like just giving like you know shots out to like creators and stuff like that I feel like that is just very it's annoying but it's very very important yeah okay I like that so um a question for you who is your current celebrity husband? It's, it's, okay. This is so hard because, like, I haven't had a celebrity husband since Michael B. Jordan, like, honestly. But it's got activated. Like, it's Trevante <coughs> Rhodes. Like, mm, I don't love nobody yes. more than him. I don't mm. love anyone more yes. than him. He, oh, my God. Me and my mom watched Moonlight again over the um weekend and it's crazy because like Mahershala Ali also is my husband so that's wow to have both of them in the same movie just being black excellence like they look so good but then you showed me that Mike Tyson series that Trevante is like gonna be he looks good (sighs) he don't need to look like that he's crazy to be that thick with that skin and that smile, and he, yeah. he be quiet, he stay out the way. It's the so smile. It's like, it's beauty. It's pure beauty. Like, <laughs> it's, it's pure that nigga beauty. is beautiful. Like, he's very beautiful. Like, without it a is, doubt. That's a man. It's pure beauty. It is yeah. pure perfection. There's no flaw. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just like, yo, if I ever met him, I wouldn't know what to say. I probably wouldn't say nothing. I would just be trying. Like sometimes, <laughs> some people you can't be confident around. <laughs> <laughs> some people you be like, oh my god! Like I feel like a square, and it's okay. Who can measure up? Like 
<laughs> no, like I definitely feel you. I feel like as soon as I got around him, I'm like, God, just, just don't even look at me. Like I feel like I will be high and just watching him from like behind the, the counter. So I guess I don't know how is my husband when I'm like so shy about him. He make me feel shy. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Like That's... you ever saw Mad TV with Stuart was like, I don't want to say. That's how I feel. I don't want to say. Like, I just feel real shy looking at him. Um, and unpopular opinion, Alexander Skarsgård is still my husband. That's true. That's been your husband for a while. See, I feel like I got... See, this is another reason why we clicked, too, because you really be thirsting after male celebrities. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you really be thirsting. And in your mm-hmm. mind, you see the home, you see the family. It's like you possibility. Because really... I feel like if I was on his level, like, and he had, we had access to each other. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not 100% off the table. That's, that's, how, I think, that's how I think Period. about celebrity crushes. I yeah. only have crushes on people that I know that in the grand realm of reality, if we actually met, yeah. I think you would like me too. I agree. I definitely feel that. But I'm just yeah. as delusional. But yeah. I really, I uh, yeah. really feel that. I, I feel really it in my gut. I feel like it's not, like, crazier things have happened. That's how I feel. Look at Meghan Markle. Hello. She was a fan. <laughs> Literally posing from posing outside of the castle to being in the castle, and somebody loopy like me—that's the last thing you should let me see. Because then I'm like, oh, literally, that's how I feel. But when I was a kid, and I it was, do you know this old? Because it was on Jay Leno, and <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis said she was a fan. Her husband was in a band, and she was a fan of that band, and she married him. And when I tell you, ever since I was a kid, that was I shouldn't have seen, I shouldn't have seen that. But yeah, seen. that's why I'm like, I got to ask Ivana, so I got to keep up because I don't know who you thirsting after, but that definitely makes sense. Because yeah. you lo- you got a few ex-husbands, like, it's been some soldiers that's like, you know, yeah. to, it's like, it's crazy. Sometimes they got to, you know, they it's fall really, out of really, line. They fall out of line, but ultimately, like, I don't be finding a lot of celebrities, I don't be finding a lot of men that I find really attractive these days, if we're being 100% honest. Um, yeah. I feel like because a lot of guys are trying i feel like they cast in men to look too pretty these days mm-hmm. and that's hard um of course like franklin from uh or damson idris like he's fine yeah, but he'd be like doing a lot like i don't like that yeah <laughs> i hate that like he he could be denzel like people be comparing him to denzel i'm like denzel he never talked that much in his life like he, he do yeah like he's cute me. but he too for the people you know i like I mean? franklin but, like, I feel like I had a crush on Franklin, and I'm like, oh, he's a different person. Like, I just feel like he'd be doing – first, he was doing just enough, but then he started doing too much. Um, mm-hmm. And this is other light-skinned guy on Snowfall, and I was like, oh, he looks fine. I'm going to find you a picture of him. I'm like, he kind of look like a problem. Let me find him. All right, because I – do he got braids on there? No, he don't have braids. Okay. He, like, cause... tall. He wanted the drug dealers, like, in another territory. Okay, because I casually watch it. Like, I don't yeah. watch um, Snowfall like that. Me too. Wait, what do you think of Skepta? Oh, my God. Yeah, that is my husband. I forgot. <laughs> Whew. Hey. That'll do it. He is, he's a sick man. Like, the new pictures, like, I, I need all of y'all to look at the, the stuff that Skepta has been posting on Instagram. That man is a bona fide slut. 
when I look at him, I'm like, go in the house. What did you even <laughs> take pictures for? Now, I that's definitely so. Now, what you said about some people you just feel you can't feel confident around, <laughs> I would definitely feel like that around Skepta. But you know what? Skepta seemed like. <sighs> Sorry. I just felt like I could smell him like near me. Like, I, oh, I smell. know he smelled good. Shea butter, baby. But he smelled like some warm cologne. I know he smelled. And I feel like his hands always warm, never sweaty. I feel like he himself is never sweaty. Oh, sorry. I'm looking at his. Um, I'm laughing because all Instagram. his pictures, I see you, my thirsty ass mutuals. I see all you girls. <laughs> I see. And- somebody was just talking about him today. <laughs> I see all you girls on every picture, even a picture with him and his son. Nothing is sacred for real. <laughs> Honestly, the picture of him with his son is like made me even love him even more. I just honest. feel like with Skepta, I would be a step that I, I would definitely I'd be the mother that stepped up. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, what what's, what what are the allergies? Like, let me know how I can help take care Packing of packing lunch. This like, is our family, okay? <laughs> period. I'm gonna build our family. I'm gonna get him in the best school. Um, if his mom there, I'm like we can we can co-parent like as a unit. This would take never a village, give, girl. I would take never village. give her problems. It take a village. You had your turn. <laughs> you had your turn. That's how I feel. Like you've had your turn. It's it's my turn. Please just work with me. Scott <laughs> looks so good. He looks good. No. He's the thing is his friends all look grown as shit too yeah like i feel like around skeptic friends i would be like i'm not telling no silly j- jokes it's too silly. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not telling no silly goose jokes like around <laughs> i would show up like real i would just wear big sunglasses <laughs> so that nobody could see me so I can feel comfortable in the space with them. That's like about to be my new thing. I'm. Like, I just think I need big sunglasses so I can like <laughs> look at people without them knowing I'm looking at them. Exactly. I feel that. Yeah. That's that will solve everything. <laughs> then me and Skeptic could be together. All I gotta do is get a pair of real big dark sunglasses. And I think he's like, even though I made a joke about him, I just think. <gasps> what joke you make about Skeptic? Oh, I said he'd be. <laughs> I said he'd be rapping like I don't mean to boast, but I like beans on toast. <laughs> the <laughs> thing is, rapping proper shit. <laughs> I just don't know a single Skepta song. Oh wait, that's not true. That song he did. Did he do ASAP Rocky? Uh, yeah. Okay. There over. we go. But he English too. They be rapping real proper. Yeah, and like also, it's just it's it says something when you can be known for your style. Like he's known for his style, his appearance, yeah. and all those things too. So, uh, like just love Skepta yeah. so much. Good good. one. Um, So (laughs) now for you, what's the what's your favorite article of clothing that you own? My favorite article of clothing. Oh, that's got you know what? That's not hard. So if anybody has ever been out with me on a day where I'm just like dressed up, you know, no matter what the weather, I'm going to wear my silver platform shoes. (laughs) Um, I love them because they're platforms. One. Anybody that knows me also knows I love having my feet out. So that checks it checks all the boxes. Mm. Platform, feet out, glittery. <laughs> um, <laughs> statement piece. Like I and honestly, I'm so I wear these shoes so freaking much and I've had them for so long that I am nervous that the day that they just disintegrate because <laughs> I literally wear these shoes 
they probably was higher before like the hill but i wear it down so much but like my uh demonias um platform <laughs> shoes like i love those so much i will wear those with like sweatpants mm. um so yeah that is my favorite article of clothing because also like it was like they were like one of the first um i had like I don't know what, I forgot what job I was working, but I literally wore like three or four pairs of demonias like at once. Mm. I was feeling it. And um, <laughs> it made me excited because I'm like, these are shoes that I wanted when I was a kid. Mm. Like, I feel like a spice girl, like this is something that I wanted as a kid. And I'm like, I bought them and I got them with my own money. So yeah, those are, that's my favorite article Aww, of clothing. I love that. I love when you were able to really start wearing platforms the way you wanted to. I feel like you're that's when you're the most used, as long as you got a platform on. That is. Honestly, if I'm not wearing platforms and wearing Crocs, I'm like miserable. Um <laughs> like I feel like who is or Birkenstocks. This? Yeah, I if love you are wearing plates. I actually have my Birkenstocks on right now. Mm-hmm. Um also this is like such a this is such a self centered Aries question, but What's the funniest thing that I've ever said, in your opinion? This was another hard one. Um, it's just like some things. I feel like the thing that make me laugh the most are the things that are like self-deprecating in a way. And I'll be trying not to laugh at you when you say stuff like that. Like, it's really, really funny. Like, you know the joke you made about that one teacher in school during orientation and I literally was losing it in the middle of somebody presenting like you were saying so it was a very inappropriate back and forth but we were talking about somebody that we thought was cute who was a teacher and we were talking about because he was real petite he was a petite king mm-hmm. and Sabrina was like oh my god no he too small like I put you me try to be sexy put his button up on it and like you said your shirt was your back was gonna bust through the, gonna rip through the back of the shirt and we was making all these jokes about the buttons on the shirt not be it just was so stupid but it was something about the jokes being funny and not being able to laugh that was killing me <laughs> another thing that made me laugh is when we <laughs> was I guess on the show is when you were like, I, it's a few things I think about. One is when you were talking about like William from Girlfriends and like we went on the page and like you just was like, oh, like, you know, William from the Girl Show Girlfriends. I'm sorry, that show's funny. <laughs> Another thing on the show you mentioned when you were singing in your background and your neighbor told you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I forgot I told you that. <laughs> singing my heart out i was singing share believe and i was like five years old and the neighbor neighbor was like shut the fuck up and my mom and my grandma came outside and it was like she is a child and she want to sing she can (laughs) but you can clearly tell i was a kid singing but i was singing a share song giving them hell they probably were so mentally ill just trying to relax smoke a blunt I was singing so loud, like I really was like, I was. <laughs> I love Cher. He said, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> my mom, my grandma was like, they "To be terrible. five years old and to get told shut the fuck up is terrible." But I'm just like, "Yo, I picture your face like what?" <laughs> yeah, I was just like, nobody ever talks to me like that. So I got my mom, my grandma, and they're like, "She can sing if she wants to." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so funny. 
And finally, in your biography, when you said Lil Pei Pei was gone <laughs> for you. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I really was thinking about that. Lil that Pepe shit really, really. He was like, I mean, I was like, you don't want a movie made of you? He was like, no. I mean, it's a, it would be a job for Lil Pei Pei, but I'm like, what? Shit like that would be killing me. <laughs> Why would I say that? Oh. <sighs> I think, yeah, those are the funniest things, I think, for now. I think it'd be more so, like, funny moments that we have. Like, that time that, I don't know if you remember downtown where that one guy, like, walked by us real weird. Like, he was, like, he was, like, real low walking like this. (laughs) And we was, like, what? He, like, tried to sneak by us. And we was, like, huh? (laughs) He was, like, real low, humped over, walking like he was investigating something. And we was, like, the fuck? And we both was like, all right, so you saw that. Like, no, he was like running. He was running real low, pumped over. We said, huh? No, what the hell? <laughs> people. Oh. Yeah, because I feel like we really be seeing, like, we be peeping stuff that other people don't. <laughs> people just like, huh? What the hell is happening? <laughs> like, like, if it's somebody funny eating in a restaurant or something, like, we definitely going to see it. Somebody, like, putting something real. Big in their mouth, like I was like, what? Like the time I saw that guy eating a real big banana, like, yo, no, that shit huge. <laughs> that was banana looked like. I was, is this a prank? <laughs> it's like a stuffed banana, like a stuffed animal banana. I'm like, yo, John, like the pill was like laying over his hand. I'm like, no, this banana colossal. Like this is crazy. Oh All right, so. We're almost there. Um, name your gym power song. So my gym power song, it changes a lot. So it was my first gym um power song. Um, and I know Rex is gonna hate this, but it was Barty Air Cardi. Um, when I was um training for the raw stream run, I would have not been able to uh run without that song like that song really like did something to me like i kept i would listen to that song on a repeat for like an hour that i was running that i was just like in the zone whenever i heard it the most recent one though jim power song is beating down your block yo that song that shit i love it will be on the treadmill almost climbing up the ceiling like listen to that song like that'd be crazy it goes so crazy like it really makes me feel like like i'm getting ready i'm training for life like so yeah that is um so that is my like current one that i could just listen to like on rotation like i could listen to because some songs is weird i don't know if anybody else like this some songs i could listen to doing cardio and some songs i could listen to lifting mm-hmm. sometimes i can't listen to the same thing i listen I, I can't listen to the same thing that i do cardio than a lifting like if i'm lifting like i like to listen to something like real quick like i could listen to like heavy metal yeah but if i'm like doing cardio i can't listen to that like i gotta way. listen to like a bad like bitch this is what you do like this is how you do it like it gotta be like i guess like a pep like song like mm. something about getting money something about like fuck these niggas like something like that yeah. i gotta listen or to pop. It for- yeah, or pop. I could do um cardio, but like when I'm lifting weights, it's definitely got to be something like like I listen to rap. 
yeah. when I'm like lifting weight. Like, you listen to DMX n- when you yeah, listen, like, when you lift like weights. Yeah, like female rap. It's like niggas rapping. Yeah. Like when I'm lifting bone, weights. Bone Crusher. <laughs> I, oh, I love that song. I ain't never scared during lifting weights. But yeah. then when you on a, um, then when you like running, you again, you listen to like some fast ass Trina. You listen exactly. to some Beyonce. Exactly. So that's how, that's how a real do it. Period. All right, so my question for you is, so I already know, but let the people know, what type of student were you in high school? I was definitely a rebel with a cause, but also, like, I I, I, I did what I was supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like, we both were involved in everything, like planning prom, talent shows, student government, mm-hmm. like, AP classes. Like, I mm-hmm. really, really was... it's so weird because when I tell people I was in like AP psychology, they'll be like, Oh, we're like, we're like, somebody was like, were you, did you have a hard time being like smart in a public school? Literally a professor asked me this. And I responded to him in that class and said, no, I was a shit in high school. And everybody bust out laughing. And I'm like, but that's honestly what the experience was. I feel like I was every, I was everybody's friend in a way. Like I could talk to any and everybody at high school Mm -hmm. for the most part. But at the same time, I was definitely a rebel with a cause. Like, yes, I literally will find letters still of me trying to organize like walkouts. Like I would arrange people, parents to come to school. Like I was always ready to write a letter, do something to, cause I knew that a lot of people at our school and a lot of people were trying to be careless with us because we were black children Mm -hmm. but i can say that like our teachers did a really great job of teaching us what we did not have to tolerate and teaching us how to revolt like against Mm -hmm. our own administration like Mm -hmm. our actual teachers was like here's what you do like me and sabria one time we didn't like something so we asked the teacher if we could use her class to secretly call all the parents of all the 12th graders to confront our leadership of our school about graduation and this one guy walked in because our school had like a partnership with a tech company and he was teaching us like how to do it like how to mobilize essentially and he was like so here's what you do first here's what so the amount of administrators who knew what we were up to but supported us doing it anyway is very telling and it was also like very formative so i would always say that i was like a rebel with the cause and i was voted most likely to have my own talk show so people knew i was just opinionated um and I, yeah, I was able to maintain like pretty decent friendships with literally everybody. Like if you look at my closest friends from high school, they all sit in different gangs. Yep. <laughs> different That's squads. very true. That's very true. And I feel like that definitely shows like, and it has evolved like throughout the years. Yeah. I think that like one thing I learned from high school is to not want to be friends with people based on like them being cool or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like that I really never gave a shit about. Cause I'm like, if you ain't cool to me personally, then it don't matter. Yep. <laughs> I don't really I, care what everybody else thinks. I like, if I personally find you out to be a loser, it ain't nothing nobody in this in here could do. And if I think you're cool, but other people call you a weirdo, loser, geek, whatever, it don't matter to me because I now think I think you're cool. So I'll do it. So yep. that's how I was in high school and that's how I am now. I don't care how many followers you got. If I think you're not cool, I don't care. Or if you got four followers and I think you are cool, we friends. Like that's I agree. Just how it is. I All agree. Right. All right. Two more questions. All right. So, what's your favorite YouTube 
situation right now. I want to say series, but like, I don't know if it's YouTuber. Like what's, what are you watching on YouTube that you're addicted to? So, bless bless you. So since I've been working, um, I haven't been able to play the Sims like I used to. So, but I still like to watch people play the Sims. So currently, um, I've been watching, uh, this series since like last year, um, and it's a Sims challenge called Not So Berry, and every generation is a different color. Like, mm-hmm. it starts with, like, mint gin, then it's a red gin, and, like, the last ten generations is blue. Mm-hmm. So, I'm currently watching um, this YouTuber um, finish up the tenth generation, which is the last generation um, of the Not So Berry challenge. And I like the Not So Berry challenge so much that I found another YouTuber who did it, and I watched all her videos. I don't know how I did it, but she had 175 videos, and I watched all of them, oh um, like, I don't know, like, a few weeks ago. Um, no, not a few weeks ago, last month. Um, but, yeah, I really like that, um, the Not So Berry um, challenge on YouTube and, like, Legacy Challenge. I love, like, the family like gameplay or like a lot of stuff i like to watch when it's so funny because like i know that some people think like i'm a crazy like rocker chick 666 but a lot of stuff (laughs) i like to watch on youtube and stuff is like family friendly like content with like a little bit of chaos but like Mm -hmm. yeah that's what i'm mainly watching now is like sims youtubers do um challenges like that yeah, that's so funny because I remember when you had like your family phase, like you had all your favorite YouTube families that you would like check in on and you knew all they too. Yep, and I still watch, I, there's one family that I still watch. I had like fell back a little bit watching them, um, but I'm about to start watching them again uh, because their son is getting older and I'm like, oh, I love to see that. I, lo- I love to see people grow with when their children grow and everything else. Exactly. Okay, so question for you. Who is your favorite content creator at the moment? I'm so excited to talk about this. Um, my favorite content creator remains um Bobby Chanel. Honestly, nobody fills my cup up like her because she is doing the type of things I like to do. And she's also inspiring me to lean into my actual life, like not mm-hmm. romanticizing my life to the point where I'm just making my life out to be like some type of weird show, mm-hmm. but truly it's authenticity is, is just something where it's just, it's a hair between authenticity and not authentic. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can't explain it. You really can't explain it, but there are some people who can master showing you their life and living their life simultaneously in a way that you don't know all their business. You don't know what's going wrong, but they're, you don't feel like they're trying to steer you in any direction as much as they're just trying to show you what they're up to. And they genuinely enjoy building community around whatever they love for her is shopping. So like sometimes people will be like dresses for like, you know, like being a a guest at a wedding and through her story, she'll share like 10 dresses and their links. Like this was a cool situation. This would be nice for a bride to be, this would be nice. Oh, y'all want white shoes? Like I'm going to show you all these different white sandals. And through her, I feel like I found some places to shop that are super like 
polished adult, kind of going back to what you were saying, like that European style. Cause you know, for a long time, I felt like I had to just kind of shop at the same places because I'm so tall, but I'm starting to be like, ah, you can venture out and not try get tall everything, especially when it comes to things like tank tops or midi dresses, like some things are more forgiven and you can mm-hmm. like try it out. So I've been learning a lot in that way. She's also like, she vacations a lot. And I also love that she is a mother who is always traveling and living her life. And, you know, you see her husband, you see these different friends who seem, these black women who seem like they got their shit together, but don't seem so bougie that you don't, you feel like, I don't want to watch what they're doing. So y'all buy me Chanel, like to the, to, until it's over with. And on a funny side, I love Tierra Wax uh, TikTok. It's so funny because she has her little cousin and he is funny. Actually, Miss Tina just shared a video of Tierra Wax's cousin on the phone. And <laughs> me and Savvy, I think Savvy kept saying it to me. He was on the phone pretending like he wants to get her some food. And he said, her want corn? <laughs> <laughs> Do I want some corn? <laughs> And I just think it's so funny when kids talk like that. Like he just a funny, he one of those, like he like little James. He one of those little boys where it's like, oh, you a tease is a trip, you know? <laughs> and kids like that really crack me up. Kids that's just a trip. Like she he said he was gonna um cook her some Alfredo. Like he like four years old. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute. He I haven't been on TikTok so for so long. He's so cute. I actually really have been. It's so funny. I'm late to the party. I won't say that. Very late to the party. But I have literally been loving TikTok. Like, I have been so obsessed with it. It's to the point where I feel like I'm starting to find better answers to my questions when I TikTok versus when I go on YouTube. Yeah, I be. I remember I was, like, bullying you to get on TikTok. And now, I, know. Me, I haven't been on there in months. It's so weird. Like, I don't know what made me just, like, get on, get on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm here. I am here. <laughs> all right so my last question for you is semi-serious but not really and the question is how are you able to stay so positive and funny after all that we go through because like someone just recently mentioned shout out to joy shout out to our cousin um she just recently mentioned that like yo can't nobody ever take it away from the fact that we both be going through shit and just getting on the other side. And I, it made me think like, damn, we do. So I'm yeah. like, what? I feel like you are always like pretty much in a good mood. So how does, um, how does that happen? I feel like I be talking to myself a lot in my head. Hmm. Like I really like before I react to something, I like to talk to myself in my head mm-hmm. and be like, okay, like you can get through this or like, you know, it's not as bad as it may seem. And right now it's not forever. And also just um consuming a lot of positive content. Like mm-hmm. I said before, um, like I was saying, when Iman said I would like to watch on YouTube, literally the stuff that I watch on YouTube, a lot of stuff is like inspiring or like informative or it's like family friendly like content because like mm. you know the world is just so heavy so like you know some people might think it's corny but like I'll like watching like a family go to Disneyland or something like that that kind of stuff gets me excited because I'm just like oh like if I keep on working hard and I do this like that could be me one day I could be going you know to my favorite amusement parks or I could be doing this activity with like family and stuff so I feel like thinking about 
like the future and like what could be and stuff like that it gets me excited Mm -hmm. so I try to like you know stay positive and also like count my blessings and like I have this thing like everything might not be perfect how I want it to be but like you know if I like apply myself I can always like change like sometimes I get in a mood like yesterday I wasn't in the best of moods or whatever but I'm just like always like there is a way to flip things and also like seeking out people who like maybe in a similar situation than me as me and like like passively getting advice on how to deal like looking at people's testimonies and things like that like that Mm -hmm. helps me a lot to like just stay positive and like thinking about like this rough patch is a testimony and i'm gonna get through it (laughs) amen amen sister period and that's funny that you said that was a time because this is kind of a semi serious question what does black girl brunch mean to you so black girl brunch for me it really does mean a seat at the table to have unfiltered authentic black ass conversations because i feel like our culture is so distinct like Mm -hmm. our black culture and it don't matter if you are from like the uk the south um california there are certain things in our community that just that is our experience and as you go through the world you start to if you go through the world and you you go to work you go to media, you watch TV, you see less of our authentic experiences. And then that starts to create question or doubt around what's wrong with us then Mm -hmm. if we can't. And I now realize that the only reason why our stories are not on TV is not because they're not good. It's not because nobody would be interested in them. It's because white supremacy has literally been the gatekeepers of media of entertainment Mm -hmm. so i feel like because we don't deal with the people who gatekeep because we create our own shit we get to now be unfiltered and how many people fuck with us if we're going to use a testament is a testament to how necessary these conversations are. Mm-hmm. There are times where sometimes I listen to people and it's like, it's not that they are wrong. I just can't believe people talk like this because culturally you could really be speaking different languages from other yeah. people. So I just feel like black girl brunch is a space where we can speak our own language. And for the girls who get it, they get it. And for the girls who don't, it's really okay. Cause yep. this is not a podcast for everyone. It's yeah. not. This is not that podcast where this isn't a TED talk. This is not, you know, <laughs> a Oprah Super Soul conversation where you gonna have people of all walks of life. This shit is really for the people who have these quirky personalities, because they may yep. not even be a black woman, but who have these quirky personalities who are somewhat tapped into one of our identities or one of or more of our identities so that's what black girl brunch means to me just an authentic space to have a seat at the table i think that's so liberating to just know that you can talk about what has happened to you what you've mm-hmm. experienced what you like what you don't like and not feel like an eyeball mm-hmm. so yeah that's what black girl brunch means to me a seat at the table period what a refreshing episode Right? I just love that. Just talking. Shout out to you for like 
just thinking of an interview style episode, I feel like this was really great. Um, I definitely felt like I didn't know that thing about astrology and your dad like buying the three different things for the house. I feel like I didn't know who your celeb makeup artist was going to be and I didn't know what you were watching on YouTube recently. So I feel like I learned something. Yes, and I feel like I learned something about you too. And also, like, I just love, especially I'm biased because I love fashion and stuff. I love talking about your style because I just feel like it's really crazy <laughs> because I really was there from like Delia's to now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I really, and it was really hard to execute for a long time. Like, I was like, yeah. Delia's. I was yeah, Urban Outfitters. And I always lost. use you as an example, like, for taller, like, women. Because I know some people be having, like, such a hard time. And it's funny because I have the opposite time. Because I don't I don't even wear pants because they're too long. But mm. um, it's just, like, I, I'm like, oh, like, see, ma, she could do it. Like, you know? Yes, because I feel like if my, my dad beat it in my head that if you tall and you don't look a certain way, he was like, you know what? It's nothing dopier looking than a tall. I was like, damn. <laughs> so I'll be like, I just got to do my best. I, really do. I got to. Yeah, you do. You execute. Yes. So I appreciate that. Um, Brunchers, thank y'all for 200 episodes. I know that there are some people who have listened to all 200. That is, you're sick. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I, I appreciate you. <laughs> That's how I feel. Wow. I appreciate Definitely you appreciate you, but you definitely crazy. are you good? That's crazy. Is that that is... point... Yeah, that's crazy. So I'm I'm happy that we have people out here that will listen to all two hundred. Um a lot more to go. So hopefully y'all are ready for that. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you let us know how you feel about this week's episode. Write us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. You can find us on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. You can hit us up at the email, blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. Um, and I know that some people actually have sent us some listener letters. As we get back to regularly scheduled programming, we will definitely answer those messages. Um, make sure you hit us up on Patreon. Yes, yes. yes lunch- thank you for everybody that pledged so far. Yes, shout out to all our new um patrons. That's what you call that, right? Our patrons yeah. on Patreon. <laughs> and like we again, first tier is the you know, getting our business. And then we're gonna be launching some really cool things in July for like other tiers. So we really appreciate no matter what you decide to do. Like honestly, we just really, really, really appreciate it. Yes. Um you, you can find me on Instagram at Imamate. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Mate and Sabria. And you can follow me at FrankenFem underscore on Twitter and it's FrankenFem on Instagram. All right, y'all. That's the 200th show. (laughs) Bye. Peace.